Poker, All the Games, is a podcast that introduces listeners to more than 20 variations of poker. Each episode will highlight one game, as well as dive into any controversial news in the poker world. We know why you're here. Because you love poker as much as we do. Now introducing your host, Sean Griegas. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Poker All the Games. This is episode 5 of Poker All the Games. We're coming at you from the east coast of the United States, March 2022. I'm your host, Sean, online as Atomic Squeeze, Nuke, Hops, or Homebrew, depending on where you play. We have a fun and informative show for you today, where we'll be focusing on Omaha 8 or better. We'll find out why I'm not drinking for this episode, then we'll get to 08, and finally end with news about my book that has just been released. Along the way, you'll also hear about my recent play since the last episode. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show as much as I enjoy shooting the shit about all things poker and beer. Well, y'all know I'm generally having a drink during this podcast because, well, poker is social. However, today I'm not going to be popping one open. While I have an Irish first name, I'm Italian, not Irish. However, last week was St. Patrick's Day, and on St. Patrick's Day in America, everyone is Irish. And let's just say I'm taking today to dry out a bit. So let's get right to today's episode. Remember that our focus here is non-hold'em poker specifically for those interested in trying their hands at mixed games and players looking to branch into other variation of poker. This podcast is also for hold'em dealers looking to branch out and deal mixed games. Our goal here is to bring you the rules, the deal, and easy-to-remember basic strategy tips to get more players involved in the mixed poker game arena. Today's episode will be covering an Omaha variation, specifically Omaha eight are better. So let's get started. So why 08? Well, for starters, we've already discussed Omaha in episode number two, which is the base for this variation. So in Omaha eight, we're adding, we're just adding a twist, a twist that actually is the mainstay for high, low split pot games, which we will be explaining shortly. Omaha eight is also becoming available in some brick and mortar casinos, mostly in a two-game variation known as OE, denoted O slash E, which is a rotation of Omaha 8 and Stud 8. So we'll be going over Omaha 8 this week, and next episode we'll discuss Stud 8, so you'll be able to sit in an OE game. Before we get to the specifics of Omaha 8, let's go over some poker vernacular that will help you understand high-low split-pot games. There exists a set of games that are played as high-low, and are commonly known as split pot games. That is, the pot is split between a player with the highest ranked hand and a player with the lowest ranked hand. Of course, if one player has both the high and the low hand, that player wins the entire pot. In poker parlay, they scoop the pot. Of course, if there is no low, which we'll talk about next, the player with the high hand also scoops the pot. More often than not, high-low variations have a qualifier. 
the qualifier is almost always what is known as an eight or better qualifier. That is, all five cards used to make the low must rank as an eight or lower and be unpaired. Meaning, if you have two threes, you can't use both of those threes towards the low. In eight or better qualifier games, as I said, if no player holds a qualifying low hand, the player holding the high hand wins the entire pot. The most popular versions of eight or better games are Omaha 8, which we're discussing today, and Stud 8, which we'll discuss next episode. Both of these games would be recommended to learn next in line after first learning the basic Omaha and Stud versions, which we have discussed in prior episodes. These games may be discussed using a few different names. There's some variations on the names. So Omaha 8 or better may be called Omaha 8. This is all to remove any question that the low qualifier must be an 8 or better. So you might see it as Omaha 8 or better or simply Omaha 8. The lengthy Omaha 8 or better title may be seen in card rooms listed, as you've heard me say numerous times already, Omaha 8 or you may see it written as Omaha 8 slash B. I mentioned the OE rotation earlier, and this is taken to mean Omaha 8 and Stud 8. So as you'll hear me repeat, be sure to ask before you sit in any game so you know what you're playing. We say it here again and again. Be sure you know the rules of the game that you're getting involved in. Omaha 8 is most often played with pot limit betting, though it can be found played with fixed limit betting as well. When played with pot limit betting, it can be found listed as PLO8 for pot limit Omaha 8 or better. All right, let's get to the general rules and play of Omaha 8. This is a flop game with fixed limit or pot limit betting. As mentioned, in the case of the pot limit betting, the game is called pot limit Omaha 8 or PLO8. The deal action, and general play of this game, although not the strategy, is the same as in Omaha, with the exception of the low hand potentially winning half the pot. In the end, each player will be dealt four down cards and use two of those four plus three of the five from the community cards to make a five-card hand. This is a split pot game, and so the pot could be split between a high hand and a low hand. The normal ranking of poker hands is utilized for the high hand. For the low hand, there's the eight or better qualifier, meaning the low hand must consist of the lowest possible poker hand using five unpaired cards with a ranking of eight or lower. Aces count as high and low, and straights or flushes do not count against the hand to be considered for the low. It's important to realize that each player can use any two of their whole cards for the high hand and any two of their whole cards for the low hand, with none, one, or both being the same. All right, so now we'll get into specifically how to deal and play Omaha 8 or better. You'll hear, if you continue to listen to these podcasts, you'll hear a lot of the same stuff over and over. For example, a lot of the deal of Omaha 8 is going to sound like the episode from the Omaha uh, episode, but... Each of these episodes is meant to be listened to on their own. So if someone just wants to go and learn, for example, Omaha 8 or better, they can go straight to this episode without having to go to another episode to try to get the basics. 
So that's why some of this will be repeated. Each episode is to be taken individually on its own. So specifically how to deal and play Omaha 8 or better, also known as Omaha High Low, Omaha 8, PLO 8, Pot Limit Omaha 8, Pot Limit Omaha 8 or better, some of the various names you might uh, encounter. So a small blind and big blind are used for the two positions immediately to the left of the dealer button, respectively. After the blinds are posted, four cards are dealt to each player face down, one at a time, starting with the player to the immediate left of the dealer button, also known as the small blind, and proceeding clockwise around the table. A round of betting occurs where each player, starting with the player to the left of the big blind, known as the the under-the-gun player, takes action as either folding, matching the big blind, or raising to a larger amount. Once action is taken by each player at the table, still in the hand, a card is burned, and three cards are placed face up in the middle of the table with with these three cards known as the flop. Another round of betting takes place, beginning with the leftmost player at the table closest to the dealer button who is still in the hand and continuing clockwise around the table. Once action is taken by each player at the table still in the hand, another card is burned, and a fourth card, known as fourth street or the turn, is placed face up to the immediate right of the flop cards. Another round of betting takes place, beginning with the leftmost player at the table closest to the dealer button who is still in the hand and continuing clockwise around the table. Once action is taken by each player at the table still in the hand, another card is burned, and a fifth and final card known as 5th Street, or the river, is placed faced up to the immediate right of the 4th Street card. Another round of betting takes place, beginning with the leftmost player at the table, closest to the dealer button, who is still in the hand, and continuing clockwise around the table. Finally, the showdown, where one or two winners is determined, with the best high hand being made, using exactly two of the player's hole cards, plus three of the community cards. And if a player still in the hand has five unpaired cards of rank eight or lower by, again, using two and any two of their whole cards plus any three of the community cards, the pot will be split. If one player has both the high and the low hand, they will scoop the pot. That is, they win the entire pot. If there is no qualifying low hand, the player with the high hand scoops the entire pot. So that's the deal and mechanics of Omaha 8. Let's briefly go over some beginner's tips to get you started in a game of Omaha 8 or better. So, of course, many of us want to know, what's the best starting hand? You know, when I sit down and hold them, I I look down at at pocket rockets or uh, at two aces in my hole cards, right? You know, that's that's the best starting hand in in hold them. So for Omaha 8 or better... The best starting hand is ace, ace, two, three, double suited. So what that means is you have two aces, you have a deuce and a three, and both the aces are suited. So say, for example, you have an ace, deuce of clubs and an ace, three of diamonds. Best best uh, starting hand in Omaha eight. One of the keys to this game is the ace. In a, in a lot of these games that you'll hear us talk about, an ace is extremely powerful. So a suited ace in Omaha A is in Omaha 8 is key. A suited ace is key to playing a hand. Play hands with high and low cards working together. That is connected and or suited cards that can make high hands and low hands. 
So the reason Ace Ace Deuce Three Double Suited is is great because you have a chance at a straight. You've already got pocket aces. You've got a chance at a low because you've got Ace Deuce. You've got Ace Three, which are the best uh, two starting low hands, two cards to start your low hand. If you're if they're suited, you can make the flush. They're connected. You could potentially make a straight. So you have a lot of options once you get suited hands, double suited hands, highs and lows, uh, high and low cards working together. The worse your low hand is, the better your high hand needs to be to have the, to have the best chance of winning at least half the pot. So if you have a poor low hand, if you have a, a, a low small chance at winning the low side, you want to make sure that your high hand is even better because you might only be scooping the pot. If you have the best high hand and someone has a low, you might only already be getting half the pot. So if your high hand isn't superb, you, you, might, you might end up with nothing. And on the contrary, the corollary to that is the worse your high hand is, the better your low hand needs to be to have the best chance of winning at least half the pot. So those are some very basic rules to get you started in a game of Omaha 8. All right, let's talk about my recent play since episode 4. I got to play something besides Hold'em recently and, of course, had to go online to do so. Recently, I pay, played a pot limit five-card draw tournament on PokerStars. And you can go back and listen to podcast one where we talk about five-card draw. There are a couple of things about mixed games online. Now, the fields are much generally are generally much smaller than no limit hold'em tournaments, and therefore the prize pools are significantly smaller. On the other hand, there are not a, there are not a ton of players to cut through, and the buy-ins are generally reasonable for those looking to try their hand at non hold'em poker. This particular tournament I was in had a thirty dollar buy-in, and ended up with nineteen runners. Shout out here to Chad Holloway at Poker News for regularly using the word runners to indicate the number of participants in a tournament. Of course, 19 runners, but some of these uh, players bought in several times. Me, I was in for one bullet. I started to run up my stack early and was near the top of the field, which gave me some room to gamble. Loosened up a little bit, trying to build a deep stack. Ended up, unfortunately, finding myself back a little later in the tournament, back down in the fifth place with five people remaining and the top three that were going to make it into the money. After getting myself into this predicament from having gone from a solid top three finish to now finding myself outside of the money and in last place uh, in last place with three to go, I had to make a decision. Do I decide to try to hang on and hope to get in into the money? Or, well, there's another option that we hear often enough and this was the advice being given to me. And that was, fuck it, go for the win. So that's what I decided to do. So with the five of us left, I'm in fifth place, three, three cash. Instead of sitting around and waiting or hoping that two other players might clash and go out ahead of me, I kept playing because that's what I do best. Lo and behold, shortly thereafter, I ended up with the chip lead for a brief time. In the end, I ended up. I, I dropped back after a couple of hands that didn't go my way. Ended up exiting in third place, making the money. So, in any event, I cashed for just under $104 after just over two hours of play for a win rate of about $35 an hour after accounting for the buy-in. How I do love mixed games.
Finally, let's talk about some news I teased at the end of episode four and at the beginning of this episode. Well, my book is finished and is available on Amazon now. If you like the information in this podcast and are interested in learning more about non-holding poker, check out my book. The book details more than 20 poker games going over the play and deal for each and includes basic strategy for each of the games described. I also discuss how non-hold'em poker games compare to hold'em with chapters on the similarities and differences uh, between hold'em and non-hold'em poker and the difference between tournament and cash games. Since no book would be complete without it, no book on a sport anyway, I discuss the importance of a healthy body and a clear mind and how both are directly related to one another and how they're both extremely important if you want to do well playing poker or just generally in life. Additionally, I explain because of the way our minds are wired, learning other poker variations will help help your hold'em game and vice versa. If you play poker and have never tried mixed games, if you have played some poker other than hold'em but are looking to branch out further, and even if you've never played poker but are interested, this book is for you. If you are a dealer wanting to learn how to deal more games or a poker room manager wanting to spread more games in your room, go to Amazon for my book entitled Poker, All the Games, a comprehensive introductory guide to mixed games. One final note, remember the 2022 WSOP will be soon upon us, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the series on the Green Felt. Well, that's all for episode five, Omaha Hate or Better. Thank you for listening to Poker All the Games. Follow me on Twitter at Poker All the Games, spelled without an E. That's too many letters for the Twitter feed, so follow me on Twitter at Poker All the Games, P-O-K-R, All the Games. Once again, follow me on Twitter at P-O-K-R-A-L-L-T-H-E-G-A-M-E-S. Subscribe at pokerchannel.substack.com and join us again in two weeks for episode six, where we are going to continue with high-low split-pot games by discussing stud eight or better. Thanks to Ricky Snyder for music and sound. Be sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast, Poker, All the Games, so you never miss an episode. Until then, may your hands be huge, your cards fill both high and low, and scoop as many pots as you can.